Hello and welcome to Rooted, a podcast dedicated to topics that matter to Huntington University. I'm Bryce and today I'll be joined by sophomore film major David Dowling who participates in an adaptive sport known as power soccer and so today we're going to be talking about that and how it has affected his life. David, how are you doing today? I'm good. How about yourself? I am doing just fine. It's great to have you on. Um, this is my first uh, rooted interview, so I am grateful to have you on uh, as a friend, and uh, it'll be great. So can you tell us a little bit about what adaptive sports is for those who may not know? So adaptive sports usually try to take um, any regular version of a sport, I guess able-bodied version, and they try and adapt it so that someone with a physical limitation can play. So like if they're bound to a wheelchair um, or if they're amputated or blind, um, just stuff like that, they try and adapt the game around uh, the individuals who have a certain limitation, I guess. Yeah. If there are any differences between regular and adaptive sports, what would they be in your opinion? Um, well, I think the most obvious difference is that one targets uh, like able-bodied people and then the other is targeted towards a crowd with physical limitations. But I think the general like premise behind it is the same. Like We're all competing for the same thing. We all... Uh, play and train just as hard as anyone else. Uh, so, I mean, I, I don't really see that much of a difference between the two. Obviously, there's a lot of people that are probably listening to this right now who have no idea how a power soccer course is set up because obviously it's made for wheelchairs. So how is the course adapted so we play on a basketball regulation size floor. Um, we have two goalposts about six meters wide. Um, we usually just put tape on the floor to kind of represent uh, the goalie box, like the corner markings and the out-of-bounds if it's not already marked by the actual basketball painted lines. But... Um, Pretty recently, the uh, USPSA, which is the the organization that kind of officiates all of the uh, league games within the United States, has made it a rule for nationals that the floors are wood, um, mainly for better tire performance on the floor. But um, yeah, I'd, they try and keep it pretty simple with... Uh, everything required other than the chair obviously but um yeah i mean we're just eight people kicking around a ball trying to score a goal on a basketball court that's pretty simple i think that's awesome so this is indoor correct correct yes fort wayne uh i mean all over really uh i think uh like through my last 10 years of playing i've gone from playing in Fort Wayne to Indy, branching out all the way to Chicago, St. Louis, uh, I want to say Pennsylvania, 
uh, Minnesota, Florida, and Arizona. Like all the way, just everywhere. I am in a wheelchair myself, and you and I have, have talked a lot about that, and that's what's kind of built our friendship. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't play adaptive sports, I understand there are certain limitations to people like you and I. How Definitely. is it possible for you to do something as simple as kick the ball when you are in a seated position? Yeah, so, I mean, the game is kind of played out a little different than, like, able-bodied soccer. Um, so when we're when we're sitting in our chair and we try and kick a ball... Um, the main way we kick it is kind of swing our chair into it because we have our chairs are pretty low to the ground and they have foot guards that go around our feet that are kind of squared off so that way we don't like crush our feet or anything. <laughs> How but, many people participate in powered soccer? Uh, we it's it's four on four so there are eight people on the t- uh, on the floor at a time. Um, team sizes usually average around like five or six players so you have one or two subs uh but yeah it's it's eight on or four on four sorry what is one of the things that you have really enjoyed about playing this sport um one of the things i enjoy i guess just being able to compete at an incredibly high level um i'm a super competitive person and like when i was younger i never really thought that i would be able to get that because i would always be like on the sideline watching because like i i usually wouldn't be able to allow to play like high contact sports or anything like that like everyone else in my grade (laughs) but uh yeah i think just competing at a high level is what i really enjoy about it qualified for the the National Olympics for power soccer. Talk about what an honor that has been. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for I don't I think the past like two three seasons, I the uh, the coaches from the uh, national team, which also coach like one of our rival teams, have kind of been. Uh, I don't want to say nagging, but kind of like pushing me to. Uh, apply for the training or yeah the selection camp and uh they were kind of wondering why i didn't do it for the 2017 team um and i think at that time i was just like a little too young like when they had the uh, whole application process when you when you apply for team usa they give you these drills that you have to do and then you send them in they kind of go off of that um, by your results, but once you're actually at the camp, if you or at the selection camp, uh, you just play as hard as you can. They the coaches will monitor you, um, and they watch a lot more than just like your individual talent, like on the floor. They see how you interact with people around the court, like on and off the court. Uh, it's it's more than just individual talent. It's more about camaraderie and like how well you blend with the other team or like your other current teammates there. 
I don't think it's really hit me fully yet, even this late into the game. Um, uh, a lot of the veterans have been saying, like, there's no other feeling like it. And I, uh, like, when you're on the court and listening to your national anthem playing, like, right before uh, a world championship game. I'm sure you've made a lot of friendships throughout oh, yes. this opportunity that you've been given. Yes. Tell me how that's affected you as an as an individual. Um, I think it honestly, uh, it kind of humbled me in a sense because, like, when I was younger, I don't want to say I had like a lot of bitterness about my disability, but I think it kind of just opened my eyes to there are other people out there who kind of have it worse than you do and I it kind of made me realize that I just should stop complaining because there are these people out there kind of kicking my butt in soccer and like physically they're worse off than I am but they're like thriving in life um but yeah definitely I've made lifelong friendships with people all around the country and even now like all across the world which is kind of crazy to say that I <laughs> I know people from like France, England, Australia and that's just through power sock. Obviously it's good to know that you're going to be pushed by your coaches and at the end of the day they will still respect you and you will respect them. Talk about who all has mentored you throughout this journey in your life. Uh so far, um, I have to give credit to, well, obviously my parents first because they, uh, they really pushed me to get into the sport to begin with. Um, I, I would say my club coach, my club coaches, like over the past 10 years I've been playing, have really sculpted me into the player I am today. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Obviously now I am... Um, I have access to, well, not access, I should say, but uh, I shouldn't say. Um, just wise words from the Team USA coaches kind of giving me advice on what to do during camps, uh, kind of calling me out on things that I really need to be called out on early. Um, and just the teammates in general uh, on Team USA, I've looked up to... A lot of the Team USA players who've been there for two, three World Cups, and they've been they've been huge mentors to me, kind of giving me advice as I go. So, yeah. For those that are interested in getting involved in an adaptive sport, what advice would you give them? Honestly, just kind of look around. Uh, if you're from like the northeastern Indiana, uh, Turnstone is a wonderful place to get involved with adaptive sports. But even if you're not from around like the Fort Wayne area, um, there are a bunch of organizations like down in Indy, there's RHI. They, uh, have a lot of, uh, adaptive sports programs. Uh, I know Chicago, St. Louis, Arizona, like there, there are places all over. You just kind of have to look for it. Well, David, man, I, I appreciate you coming in to talk to us today 
I know that power soccer is something that you're really passionate about, so I really appreciate you opening up about it and giving people kind of an inside look as to one of your hobbies and something that other people could enjoy. And I think it's really cool also that you don't let your disability stop you because those of us that are in wheelchairs, you know, we can do just as much as just an ordinary person. And I I think that really shows uh, with your passion about this sport. So thank you very much for your time. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Rooted with David Dowling, sophomore film major here at Huntington University. You can follow us on Spotify or anywhere that has podcasts or tune in to Forrester Radio 105.5 WQHU for more Rooted episodes. I'm Bryce Lippy. Stay rooted, HU.